0: Okay, we appreciate very much your, your talk, Jason. Very good, very good. Uh, we'll open the floor for any questions <coughs> or any <coughs> comments that anyone like to make. Just a comment. Thank you very much. That language where he says face-to-face is interesting to look at in the Old Testament. Deuteronomy 34 and 10 speaks of Moses knew God face to face. And we know that's a figurative expression. In Numbers 12, I think it's about 8 or 9, he speaks of various ways in which God's revelation would be given. And there it says, that you know, he spoke to Moses mouth to mouth. So face to face and mouth to mouth is really an expression of word revelation. And it's amazing how people want a vision or a dream, but Moses was considered a greater prophet than the others because God spoke to him with words. And I love the way Numbers 12 and 8 fit into that usage. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank you for your thoughts. Most well, excellent. Um, I think 1 Corinthians 13, if you look at it, I think the way that y'all put this study together, where y'all have 1 Corinthians 12, then we're we'll getting to 13, then we're we'll getting to 14. We're not jumping all over the place. We're kind of seeing the spirit of the letters. And when I look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, the church there, they were getting into envy. Mm-hmm. And my understanding is, you know, when you look at Acts chapter 8, when you look at Simon the Sorcerer, he learned that even if you're just baptized, you don't receive a gift of the Holy Spirit. That all uh, encompassed the apostles coming and laying hands on you and the Spirit decided what gift you would receive. And when that happens, when I don't receive a gift that I want, and the Holy Spirit is determining which gift I receive, where there could be envy because hey I want prophecy and I got healing. And hey, Brother Jason has healing, and I have I have prophecy. Well, there's there's envy. So there are but these things work together like a basketball team. Mm-hmm. And so when you come to church and there's no Bible. Someone has to have these specific gifts so the church can operate. And so I think when you get to 1 Corinthians 13, the Apostle Paul is saying, hey, I'll show you a more excellent way. Though everybody doesn't have prophecy and healing and tongues, there is a gift that everybody in the church is supposed to have. And that's the spiritual gift of love. It never fails. Everyone is supposed to have that spiritual gift. And just one more comment. On that last part where it says faith, hope, and love. These three. But the greatest thesis is love. If we ask the question, well, will faith ever fail? Will hope ever fail? Yeah, faith is things that are not seen. Romans chapter 8 says that hope, Why you still hope for those things that you still see, we eagerly wait for it. But you know, even after Jesus comes back, Love will never fail. <laughs> My love for him will be greater because now I see him. But there's no more need for faith, there's no more need for hope. Make free Thank you for your comments. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate
3: your presentation. I, I think you did a good job. Thank you. Um, in verse 8, the English translation whether there are prophecies they'll fail, whether there are tongues they will cease, whether there's knowledge it will vanish away. There's three different English terms here for miracles ceasing. Fail, cease, and vanish away. Mm -hmm. But in the the Greek, there's actually only two terms. Mm -hmm. And when it says tongues, Uh, will cease. That's coming from the Greek word pao. And that means to cease because a goal has been reached. Um, In Hebrews chapter 10, verses 1 and 2, it says the law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things can never with these same sacrifices which they offer continually year by year make those who approach perfect, for then would they not have ceased be offered. In other words, if the animal (coughs) sacrifices had reached their goal, they would have ceased. And so that word paupo, tongues will cease because they reached their goal. And their goal was to confirm the origin of the prophet's message. Mm -hmm. uh, Mark chapter 16 and verse 20. The other word, is uh, the word prophecies will fail and knowledge will vanish away? though will vanish away and fail in that. In those two instances, is coming from the Greek word katargeto, and katargeto means to become inactive because replaced with something else. And so, um, uh, animal sacrifices could never reach their goal. So they would never cease. In other words, they would never stop themselves. So they had to be replaced with something else. And what they were replaced with was the sacrifice of the Lord. And when the Lord replaced them, no more animal sacrifices. And so the prophecies and knowledge are going to be, they're going to come to an end, but because they're replaced by something else, the fully inspired, uh, fully revealed, Scriptures. That's just kind of a little technical point. Yeah. To, um, you know, verify what you, you reached the conclusion by. Right?
1: Thank you very much.
4: Um, in combining the three chapters together, as you properly did, whenever at the end of chapter 12, whenever he says, and yet I show it to you more. Uh, excellent way it's almost combining with the adivine. uh there is is the better way i've heard a lot of people say the better way is love but is that really the point he's trying to make or is he trying to show you a better way by completed revelation now he says love is important and he's correcting them because they were misusing these gifts but when he was when he uses the term i'll show you a more excellent way Way of what? You know, what's he? What's he trying to say? And all three of those chapters, he's talking about Revelation.
5: Mm-hmm. He's
4: talking about guidance. He's talking about providing direction, instruction. So, is the more excellent way of love, or is the more excellent way of completed revelation? That's my question.
1: I hadn't thought about it along those lines. Um, from, uh, I, I don't want to shoot off the hip uh, <laughs> so I'll say I, I hadn't considered it being anything but love but you make a compelling case that it's, con- it's the complete revelation
0: okay uh,
5: we have Alan Bonifay. good job Jason uh, I enjoyed your talk uh, I have a question here and I don't know if you've thought about this And so I'll ask you, and the room, maybe someone else has thought about it. uh, In these three classes of gifts, so you have wisdom and knowledge, and then you have faith, healings, miracles, so forth. Yeah. You have prophecy in that second group. And usually, with our understanding of prophecy, which is virtually equivalent to teaching, except that it's inspired. Uh, it seems like on the one hand, it might fit in category number one. But I'm wondering what the difference, and why it doesn't fit in category one, number one, why it's in number two. Uh, and in and 1 Corinthians 13, when it says whether there be prophecies, or I'm wondering if prophecy there is used more in the sense of foretelling the future. Now that's not, how the, that's not really the function of a prophet. The function of a prophet was to tell the Word of God forth. Sometimes they told the future. Most of the time they were calling Israel to faithfulness or calling the church to faithfulness. But sometimes they did foretell the future. I'm wondering if that's put in that second class of, of spiritual gifts because of that it's more the idea of foretelling the future and maybe that's the usage in verse 13, chapter 13, verse 8. I wonder if you thought about that. I don't really know the answer to this question. Yeah. I'm just
1: curious. It sounds like a great question for the room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have thought about it, but I, I don't have an answer. So if anyone else does, please raise your hand.
4: Oh Alan Bailey's got this.
1: not for that I don't <laughs> <laughs> thank
6: you, Jason. You did a great job and I really appreciate it. I would like to just add an additional thought and that is in debates on uh, with Pentecostals it's become a very important issue because they're gonna make matters against what you preach and try to make arguments on that. But if you read and study and even the, a couple of other debates that I had on, on this years ago, one thing that would silence a lot of the critics of our views about spiritual gifts, ours meaning the church's view, and that is the purpose for the spiritual gifts. And there are multiple purposes. There are at least two or three. Uh, one of which, Mark 16 and verse 20. Mm-hmm. Remember it said that um, Jesus' spokesperson said, These were given to confirm the Word. That's the purpose of the spiritual gifts, to confirm the Word that was being preached and promoted. Mark actually wrote it right after what Jesus is given in the Great Commission. So that's Mark 16 and verse 20. Well, in John the third chapter and verse 2, Nicodemus, shows that that the spiritual gifts help to convert the lost. He said, Rabbi, we know your teacher comes from God, for nobody can do the miracles that you do unless God be with him. Mm-hmm. So it's a, another good point to understand that the purpose of spiritual gifts is, number one, to confirm the Word, number two, to make believers. And then Paul in Hebrew the second chapter and verse four, he again illustrated the fact that the miracles were done, he laid out several, and I won't take the time to read it now, but Hebrews Hebrew two and verse four, and that all these miracles were laid out for the same purpose that had earlier been discussed. So I thought I would just put that out for anybody else's comment, but it really comes in handy in home studies, Bible studies with people, when you're studying uh, spiritual gifts to at least be able to tell people why these spiritual gifts are given according to the word of god
1: absolutely and i would also add to that here in john 16:13, that the whole point that another point of it was to guide mankind to all truth that we know is the complete uh, revealed will of god
2: right I just want to say
3: on Brother Alan Boniface's point about prophecy, I can think of I think two instances of prophecies uh, in, the, in the traditional sense in the New Testament. There was Agabus I think who prophesied about the famine in Jerusalem and then I think uh, Timothy was prophesied or foretold to be an evangelist uh, if I'm not mistaken. Philip's daughter Stodd
4: is also okay art bench Jason appreciate the study one thought that I wanted to see if you had any comment on this when you when you think about even Christ's return you know if we look at verses like first John 3 uh where he talks about the manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we might be called the sons of God. In verse two of that chapter, he goes on, and he says, "We shall see Him as He is, for we shall be like Him." The question and the issue that Brother Glenn was talking about—the love and the confirmation of prophecy—we've got kind of to see. Or the uh, completion of the promises of God all kind of rolled up into one a little bit in 1 John 3 2. So I just wanted to get your feedback on that if you had any other comments about
1: that. I hadn't connected that. Thank you.
4: Anyone else? David Jordan.
2: I just want you to comment on something. You know, the scripture says, for that which is perfect has come, and that which is done away with. Alright. For we know what part of the prophesy apart from mm-hmm. perfect yeah. has come. And that which is in part will be done away with. In this illustration, Paul uses a mirror. Mm-hmm. And and, and you, you made a great you made a great explain, uh, explanation on that. You use the, you know, you've got the brass or the bronze. And today, you know, that we don't we don't look at mirrors and brass and bronze. But, you know, not all of us here have been in prison, but we've seen movies where people are in prison, and you know the mirrors that they have here, they're, they, 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 they can see, but they can't see, because they'll break the mirror, and use it as a weapon. And so, the, the mirror part, a lot of times when I'm talking to someone, I just want you to read this and give me your thoughts on this, to try to help them understand, what well, is that which is perfect? Could you please read James chapter one, verses 22 and 25, and comment on that book?
1: James 1, and what was that?
2: James chapter
1: 1, verses 22-25. to But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty, and continues in it, he is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. So is, is your question how that connects to... Yes,
2: he's using the same illustration, mm-hmm. but also that, that phrase, for that which is perfect has come. If you look there at verse 25, he looks into the perfect law mm-hmm. of
1: liberty. Yeah, so w- when, you, when you looked into a mirror, then you didn't see yourself fully, but here it talks about whenever that which is perfect has come, you're, they're going to be able to see it the same as face-to-face, and this is saying specifically when you look into that which is perfect, you'll be able to not only understand it fully, but here uh, you'll be able to remember and not just forget, or you'll be able to uh, actually be a doer of the work and be blessed in, in your work. Okay.
6: Are there any other questions?
0: Jason, do you have some
1: final comments that you'd like to make? Just a a thank you. I've I've been coming to this study for as long as I can remember and a lot longer than I've been able to understand what's been going on. But um, it is a great privilege and an incredible honor to be able to stand here and to actually take part in in the study more than passing the mic and being able to help in this way. So thank you very much for that opportunity.